Okay, start. Uh, we're recording right now, Brother Magellan has a question. Uh, okay. So, this is my question, Brother Francis. Eh? It is it, uh, the same uh, uh, presentation you presented before, according to... Uh, this is about the seventh angel and the seventh spirit before the throne of God. So, according to Minoward, the when John saw the seventh angel before, oh, the seventh angel for the first time, he saw them as seven spirit, not assigned to any certain job. Therefore, they had no nature apart from deity. But when they are given an assignment, they take on a nature other than just deity, showing an identity with the job they do. Yeah, that's so, okay. uh, so uh, the seven spirit, when John saw it in the first time, when the seven spirit sent down to earth, they become an angel to the seven church ages. Amen, amen. Uh, then uh, they are shown as, as, as seven lamps of fire burning before the throne. So what is your additional uh, comment with this? Ano? That uh, part of what Brother Ben Howard said is a progressive uh, revelation on the seven thunders. I wonder if Brother uh, if, uh, Brother Ben used it to mention as a seven thunders, okay? Yes, uh, the seven angels, uh, uh, they are also uh, a thunder. Yes, so, so the seven thunders so, are the seven angels, seven spirits. Uh, I I was re I I can read this ano uh, book. Then in this chapter, chapter ten, it is it. The seven angels are called thunders. Amen, amen. This this are the seven. These are the same angels that are spoken of throughout the book of Revelation. Amen. So that's what he said. So, uh, uh Revelation chapter five, verse. Five and seven, and then I am amazed with this revelation. I excited to 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 share it and asking you to confirm uh, my previous understanding before that the seven thunders are the are the one uh, one of the seven spirit, but brother, ano? Brother Ben Howard cleared up that these seven angels are the same seven thunders in Revelation chapter 10. Amen, amen. So that's the part that that Brother Ben Howard uh, got it right. Of course, he didn't get everything right. Uh, I'd just like to comment in this record. What is wrong, what is, uh, wrong of Brother Ben Howard? His Godhead is not as advanced. His Godhead is uh, he, he still had some explanation that is from the oneness. Like when Christ surrendered his uh, the kingdom to the Father, it's like uh, oneness that he reverted back to being God. Like that. He surrendered his, his humanity. That's a oneness explanation. And um, with regards to Laodicea age, similar with level 3 of the end time in the Philippines, he believes that 
1963, Laodicea age was over. Uh, so you have heard of level three uh, teaching in Carolina that uh, uh, after 1963 it's the Omega age, uh, and you can see also in the tabulation. So that's Brother Ben Howard's revelation. So before before my pastor got converted to the level three, his stepping stone was Ben Howard. And when Pastor Edward Yap heard it in the radio that my pastor was teaching um, the end of Laodicea in 1963, they came over to the church. And that's when Elevera separated from <laughs> my pastor. And it started a trek from my pastor uh, to be converted back to being a quotationer, then um, being a level 3, then a level 4. Now, going back to the founders, the part that he got it right, because uh, his details are so... Um, his details are something that um, uh, conventional end-time message does not teach. Uh, let me compare to the Brother Jackson and Brother Richard Gunn's uh, teaching. Brother Jackson... Again, again? Different. They are different. I compare the the explanation of Revelation chapter 10 by Ben Howard, and then I compare the explanation of uh, Brother Gunn. Yes, so Brother Gunn and Brother Jackson are the same in the Seven Thunders. Yes, uh, yes. That the Seven Thunders are seven men that will appear at the rapture season. To to glor to bring rapturing faith to the bride. Okay. Now let me compare to level two because Le Richard Gunn and Raymond Jackson are level one. Ben Howard is supposed to be level one, with some hybrid explanations. Uh, level two is absolute to Brother Branham, and they're the majority. Okay, in the message they're. They're the ones that started the absolutism in in quoting Brother Branham. Now, uh, they believe, uh, and this level 3 is almost the same as theirs, they believe the seven thunders um, are seven virtues, seven revelations, seven faiths. These are mysteries that are revealed by the prophet. So their emphasis is, is on the prophet. They also believe, by quote, that the seven thunders are rapturing faith for the bride. So they have a similarity with Brother Jackson and Brother Gunn. That the seven thunders are the rapturing faith for the bride. The difference is, uh, level two, level three, believes it is in, revealed in the prophet. The rapturing faith is the revelation given to the prophet. All mysteries have been revealed to the prophet. That's how they emphasized it. Okay? So, uh, Bar Jackson, Brother Gunn, being level one, uh, does not believe that all mysteries have been revealed to the prophet. So they believe in progressive revelation. So, Brother Ben Howard is similar to level one on that side. But Brother Ben Howard has some teaching similar to level three that Laodicea age has ended in 1963. To go, go into much more detail, let me quote what my pastor taught in my, my previous church. Uh, 
in Binondo when I was still there, when he first uh, read the teachings of Brother Ben Howard. He uh, said that uh, the, the during thir- 53 A.D. Uh, that's the beginning of Ephesus, 53 A.D. Of course, similar to the teaching of many end-time preachers. And 1963, that's the end of Laodicea. The church ages is the time when the church fell in favor from God. Like Eve fell from the church. Like Eve fell. As the church, so, so did the church fell. So that's the time that the the bridegroom tarried his coming, delayed his coming. So during the church ages, the bride, the church was in apostasy. So from 33 AD to 53 AD, that's what the level 3 calls Alpha Age. I wonder if you've heard from them at yes. Alpha Age. Uh, the The bride was on the right track. The bride was pure. But uh, after 53 AD, the bride was uh, um, contaminated. The bride uh, fell. And uh, in 1963, uh, during the time, during the church ages, Jesus Christ was a mediator. Why did Christ, why did uh, the bride church need a mediator because they fell. Oh, that's how they explain it. You know, it sounded so good during the time. Barlito believed that. <laughs> Some, and there was a time we I got into an argument with Barlito because he said, uh, I always uh, think myself always correct and others are wrong. But I listened to level 3 for a long time before I concluded they were wrong. But uh, that's level 3. Uh, but uh, when Ben Howard was presenting their, uh, that, rev- when Pastor Villagonzo was presenting that revelation of Ben Howard, were you able to go see Pastor Villagonzo before he died? No. Were you uh, able to see Pastor Villagonzo when he was... Uh, I seen it. I, I, I seen Pastor Villagonzo before he died. Okay. So, I was able to bring all the pastors to meet him while he was still strong and still in level uh, 3. So, when... Uh, Pastor Villagonza explained it. Uh, it seems so good in the ear to say, "Oh, the church was in apostasy, so the church needs uh, what we call uh, the church needs uh, mediatorship, needs intercession." That's the time that that's the time that uh, Christ uh, mediated for the church because the church fell in 53 A.D. That's how it was explained. So, in 1963, um, the mediatorship of Christ ended. Have you heard of that? But Level 3 does not explain it that way, but Brother Ben Horde explained it that way, and Pastor Villian taught that in the church. In 1963, mediatorship of Christ ended. I wonder if Brother Ben Horde changed his narrative on that. The mediatorship of Christ ended in 1963. So, that's the time God, Christ and the church became one again. Uh, so, it I caused have, a I have, I have tear. Huh? You've read that part? You've read that part uh, in the book? 
Uh, you, so you've read that part that Mother Ben Howard sorry. said in 1963 the mediatorship ended. There's no, there's no direct, uh, direct statement. It, that, uh, statement, but uh, according to him, it is finished now in Teaching in during the Alpha Age or Baraban Hoa does not use Alpha Age. 
I'm just combining level 3 terminology with this, uh, no. uh, when you read the book Brother Ben Howard does not use the terminology alpha age and omega age right? Uh, not yet I don't I think so he, I don't think he used that it's a level 3 terminology it just so uh, happened his revelation of the end of Laodicea age is similar to the level 3 and uh, I'd li like to comment it's similar to level 2 in a sense that Revelation 10 is in, in 1963 also. Uh, Revelation 10 has been taught by um, uh, Branham Absolutes, level 2, level 3, that uh, all mysteries have been revealed in Revelation chapter 10. Uh, Ewell Frank teach that Revelation chapter 10 will take place at the end of the tribulation. That is more correct for me. So... Um, with regards to the, um, uh, the, uh, Brother Ben Howard's explanation, during the Alpha Age, supposedly, if we, 1933 to 1953, that was the pure age, Christ was one, one with the bride. And during 1933 uh, 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 AD to 53 AD, that's when Christ was one with the bride. And after 53 AD, that's the Ephesian Church Age, that's when... Uh, the church fell, fell, and in 1963, that's when Christ came down again. Christ came down again to become one with the bride, so ending his mediatorship. So his mediatorship is, was over. It caused a stir in our church. Uh, it caused a stir in me because I've I've started to feel some contradiction in the scriptures. Okay, what were you gonna ask? Uh, may I may I read the 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 paragraph that Father Ben Howard mentioned. Right. These are these are the same seven angels that are spoken out throughout the Book of Revelation. This is a very important key to understanding the Book of Revelation. It also helps us to know what time we are living in by knowing the various jobs that these angels do and the time that each job is to be done. As the church age are ending, the cells are being opened in heaven, and the uttering of the seven thunders are the mysteries that are to be cleared up to the bride through the seven church age messenger. That is finished now. So I I don't know that this 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 word that that is finished now is in 1963. As the thunders revealed what happened in heaven, as the seals were broke there, Revelation chapter 10 verse 7. That was his uh, uh, bookmark. And then Revelation 5, verse 5 and 7, show us a pictorial essence or sense of the Lamb as he took the book out of the right hand of him that sat upon the throne. There we see the seven spirit of God have become part of the Lamb by carrying out his work in the earth during the seven church age. Those becoming part of the lamb as seven eyes and seven horns. So that's what he he, he said that when the the uttering of the seven thunders are the mysteries that are to be cleared up to the bride through the seven church age messenger, then he said that is finished now. So that similar that narrative is very similar to level two and level three, as though all uh, mysteries are revealed to the prophet. But Brother Ben Howard is also part of.
partially level 1, that there are still revelations to come. So the mysteries he's talking about that were finished is the Church Ages mystery. That is... Seven Church Ages messenger that was been uh, uh, cleared up by the prophet. Se, uh, it should be plural. Seven Church Ages messengers. Not uh, the, yes. the, the, the last prophet messenger, William Branham, revealed, finished the mystery of the Church Ages. So according to what you've read, Brother Ben Howard explained that uh, um, the, mis- the mystery is finished regarding the church ages. Why that yes, church uh, fell? Only on that part. Only on that part. So let me comment. He is like a hybrid between level 2, 3 and level 1. Because he also has some revelations that Barbanam has not taught. He does not also teach that all things are revealed to the prophet. But the, the the statement about the prophet that all mysteries are finished, she was referring to the church ages. Church age, yes. Oh, when Brother Branham is alive. Yes, yes. When Brother Branham opened the seals, he opened up the mysteries of the church ages, what uh, happened to the church, just like that. Uh, of course, Brother okay. Branham does not teach that Laodicea ended in 1963. Okay? Uh, but he's not an absolutist, that like the uh, quotation is that... Uh, Brother Branham's uh, quotation is absolute. Okay, he just teach that uh, all mysteries are finished regarding to the church ages. Uh, why the bride fell? But today we are looking forward that these seven thunders, utter their voices. Uh, they are also seven angel or uh, seven angel uttering to the fivefold ministry. I believe His that. That's how I teach it. I I wonder if Brother Ben Howard explains it that way because. I have not read all these books thoroughly, but uh, that is how I believe it. That is how God revealed it to me. These seven uh, angels, seven spirits from the throne of God, is revealing to the seven star messengers and revealing to the fivefold ministry. Fivefold ministry. Uh, uh, until today, even even to the two prophets, even to the 144,000. Uh, they are the same spirit that was been uh, uh, revealing to the two prophets. That will be, that be, will be. It has not yet happened yet. That will uh, be revealing to the two prophets and the 144,000. Uh, I wonder if Brother Ben Howard focused on the tribulation period. But the seven spirits, the seven angels you see, are also prominent in the tribulation period, in the last week of Daniel. There is a yes, parallelism uh, between the seven-year tri- tribulation period and the seven church ages. There's a parallelism there. Okay, l- let me uh, continue my narrative on um, the mediatorship that was over. Because uh, in the book that you're reading, it does not emphasize that. Because if you if you hear uh, the the narrative that mediatorship is over, then traditional end time revelation, level one, two, three, that uh, if mediatorship is over, the church ages should be over. That 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 it should be already the rapture. You get a picture? When you say mediatorship is over, then we, uh, the, the bride should no longer be here. <laughs> but if you say, 1963, mediatorship is over, who are you? It's similar to, to level 4 Parnell that Christ, you have become Christ yourself. That you are perfectly one with Christ in mind, indeed. You get the picture that there's already perfection if there's no more mediatorship. So, let me comment on mediatorship. I'd, uh, after a while, of observing and discerning the teachings 
Brother Ben, and later the level three that came over to the church. I concluded to Brother Lito, which led to our temporary argument. Um, that mediatorship uh, started even before 53 AD. Mediatorship started when Christ went up to heaven. There was no perfect... Perf uh, you can say the church was one with uh, Christ in the Spirit during 33 AD, Pentecost. But it's the same all throughout the church ages. It's not no different in 53 AD. Now you can say the church fell, not in 53 AD, I think, or maybe gradually. But I would say Christ is still a mediator since 33 AD because since 33 AD, while we are alive on earth, we're, we're never perfect. There are people that fall away. Just because universally the church fell, you cannot set a date that before the church fell, everyone was perfect. Even individual persons are not perfect. They may have revival, but they're not perfect. So, even during Pentecost, Christ was mediating for the church. Even after 1963, we were not yet born. Imagine that. And when Branham opened up the seals and revealed the seals and talked about the mystery being opened, being finished, no one was perfect then. I, I challenged that thought in Kiapo that uh, all mysteries, uh, that they had rapturing faith then. And you know how they understood what rapturing faith is? Those will be people who will, who will have faith when those people who will be alive during the rapture. But many people died since 1960. Those who were alive in 1960, many people died who heard the message of Brother Branham. So that contradicts uh, Roel Soriano's claim in Quiapo when he challenged me that, uh, oh, the, rapture, the rapturing faith will only be heard by those people who are alive. That narrative is similar to level one of Brother Jackson and Brother Gunn. But, but Brother Roel is just emphasizing Brother Branham's revelation. So I I I gave a con I was not able to give the contradiction because I could not stand in Kiapo anymore. I could only stand once. So, but I could put it on record the contradiction. If the rapturing faith was only for those people who are alive, then those who uh, and it only came from Brother Branham's uh, 1963 message, then many people are already dead. Then. Does that mean those people who were alive in 1963 that died are dead today? They did not hear, hear the rapturing faith of Brother Branham? So it's contradictory. Jackson and Gunn are more closer. Oh, only, in the, only in the rapture season will they hear the rapturing faith message by the seven thunders. Oh. So Brother Gunn and Brother Jackson are much closer to home because only in the rapture season can they hear the rapturing faith message. Now, let me give my side of the rapturing faith message. I've been preaching this. Uh, after I've, uh, the, with the help of Brother Ben Howard, um, I understood without this uh, Alpha Age on Omega Age or 63 I believe the rapturing faith message has been preached by the seven. Uh, has been anointed by the seven spirit, seven angels, to the seven star messengers. The seven star messengers has been preaching rapturing faith message. It's not only in 1963. It's not only in the rapture season, but during 
the church ages itself. And the church ages are not limited between 53 AD and 1963. The church ages started from Pentecost. If you're, we're going to use quote, if you read the church ages, Brother Branham mentioned Pentecost as the beginning of the Ephesian church age. And he mentioned the last age will be, will be brought back to the pattern of the first age. The seventh age, church age, will be brought, will be brought back to the original first age. So he was not mentioning Alpha Age or Omega Age or segregating uh, another age apart from before 53 or after 93. He was referring to Ephesian church age since Pentecost, 33 AD. And he was mentioning Laodicea age when, before Jesus Christ returns back to earth. So the whole church age, the whole church age has rapturing faith. Why would the rapturing faith be only for those who are alive? Does that mean those who are dead are different? Those who are dead never received their baptism of the Holy Ghost. They, they were never perfect. Only, only in 1903 or only in the rapture season will perfection come. No. You know why? Because when God will, will glorify you, will justify you, it's not because of the number of truths that you know. You know, in level 3, they have splintered because some of them have taught there were no born-again experience before 1963. I wonder if you've heard of that. Have you heard uh, of that? Uh, no. Not yet. Okay. Not yet. There was a time Brother Alan was caught up with that. Brother Batak was teaching that. Brother Yap was against that, but <laughs> that since they've splintered since then. But uh, that's a natural recourse for teaching that all things were revealed only in 1963. And they are using the basis that you all truth has been revealed. That's the basis of your born again experience. No, even 93, even until today, you don't know everything, and you cannot uh, put it in a box that all the preachings of the prophet is the, all things that you only have to know. The prophet is against that. The prophet said, God does not reveal to him everything. God does not reveal to him everything. Only what God wants him to know. Him, not the bride. Only what God wants him to know. Yes. So there's a quote for that. Maybe I, I hope uh, it was uh, copied in the database, in our files. So um, this is how you picture, we picture rapturing faith. Every true believer who were sealed by the Holy Ghost, that's also the seventh seal. Let me get ahead of that. That's also the seventh seal. And that's also the rapturing faith. The rapturing faith is a faith that you died with that will, that you, you, that it's a token that you held in your heart that when you died, you can claim it in your, the resurrection. It's a deposit that will uh, be paid in full during the resurrection. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 13 to 14. That's the rapturing faith. The faith does not have to be all truths. The faith has to be a Berean repentance. When you say Berean repentance in that person's life, you've walked in the light. According to the message of the hour, according to the present truth in the time and place that you lived in, that God would reveal, that you're accountable with. It's, you, don't, you no longer set a certain time wherein everything is perfect. But the day you hear, heard his voice, harden not your hearts. That's rapturing faith. 
the 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 thief beside the cross of Christ. He had rapturing faith because when they died, they he rose up with Christ again. That thief, that was the last person on earth. That in the in the Old Testament side, that was raised together with all the Old Testament saints. What did the Old Testament saints have? The promise they had in their time. They didn't know everything. The same thing during the the church ages. Whether it's in the dark ages, whether it's the initial age where the church was still pure, supposedly according to Ben Barben Howard, or during Badham's ministry, or during the our time right now, the fivefold ministry, or during the time of the rapture. It's not a message. It's a faith. So, during the rapture season, is there a message that will give you faith? No. Yes. The, 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 faith, the message that will give you... Rapturing. Rapture. Rapture. Bring you to the rapture. Is the manifestation of what you've already known. It's no longer a Bible study. It's no longer That's a secret message. It is something you've already known that you've seen that the world, what will the world will be happening? What will be happening to the world? Uh, Example: yes. If you're alive during that time, at least if you've been alive for some time, you might you should have heard about the two prophets. Well, you can try ex- uh, testing our brethren in the church, the young people. Do you know about the two prophets? If they don't know anything about it, that mistake, they, they'll be left behind. But those who will be brought about with the rapturing faith, they've been, they had some, they have some uh, expectation in their hearts for the coming uh, rapture. That's the rapturing faith. They know something is happening in the world. So it's not only in the end message. Some, some, some in the denominations are having that expectation. Only God knows who deserves it. Because yes. be, being Berean is not uh, in a group, not collected in a group. Being Berean is spread out all over the globe. In different, maybe they, they might be caught up in different denominations until they die. Because that, that's as far as they can know. That's as far as they could understand. That's as far as God would lead them to understand. Because that's the availability they have. God know Because today uh, we are... Online, we are connected uh, by the cloud, by the internet. It's it um, more people having access. More people have more accountability to know the deeper truth. But of course, in some uh, certain parts of the globe, there are still fewer access. God still can still justify them. But what little faith they've heard, what little faith they've stood upon. God could still consider it rapturing faith. What is rapturing faith? This uh, Berean repentance in your heart that you are sealed by the Holy Ghost. That when I say Berean repentance, because you have, you you go back to the Word. Your absolute yes, is the Word. You are a scriptural believer. Uh, that's the ministry of the fivefold. Yes, the fivefold ministry is. So, so the, the, the rapturing faith again. Is, uh, the, the spirit. That was been in, in the fivefold ministry is the same spirit that was been annoying to the prophet in this, uh, the seven church ages. Prophet. Yes, yes. So 
The same spirit, one spirit, the, this Berean spirit, this repentance of, from ignorant spirit. Okay? Uh, I, I, I added the word Berean for others to understand. Uh, many are not yet manifesting the right characteristics. What the prophet teach, taught, what the reformers taught, what uh, Paul taught, to go back to the scriptures, to prove all things, to substantiate your beliefs. So, uh, they are against with the term. They do not understand what they are going against. Sometimes they, they quote the prophet, they quote Jackson, they quote Gun, they, that the Bible should be absolute. That they are against with the word Berean. and they don't know. I'm I, I emphasizing the same thing, and most churches are not manifesting it. Some churches who are who claim to be biblical are biased, are Nicolaitan. They they are bigoted. They're they're partisan. They're they're discriminating. They they mark you unjustly. Without without understanding what you're what you stood for, they judge you. Uh, pre, uh, uh, with preconceptions, they judge you prematurely with prejudices. So that's the reason I emphasize this spirit because a true believer will have this love for fellow men, even if they have not understood everything yet. If they are willing to go back to the scriptures to let us reason together. So the, the, the spirit, the seven spirits, the spirit of God, the Holy Spirit in Christ, with the Christ, are, are also the seventh angel according to this split up to seven angels. These sp uh, seven spirits anointed the seven angels. The seven uh, angels' identity are not revealed. This is the part I like with Brother Ben Howard. Uh, he he said he said the revelation of the seven spirits are gradually being revealed until chapter eight. That the seven spirits were, were later made known as seven angels. Seven angels. Yes. When he was being uh, given the task or assignment, uh, a job uh, to earth. So this is like bring the message, uh, bring the word yes. to the seven uh, church ages. So this is part of the seventh seal. Let me talk about the seventh seal. It's similar to the seven thunders. Um, level two, level three, quotationers claim the seventh seal has been opened in the ministry of Brother Branham. He revealed it. <laughs> And uh, level one, Jackson, Gunn, maybe Frank, believe that the seventh seal has been opened, um, will be opened in the rapture season. That's the rapturing fate. That's the message of the seven thunders. But um, I teach that the seventh seal is many things. It's not that. It's not only rapture. It's not only in the, the exposition of Brother Branham's ministry. It, it begins with Pentecost. When the Holy Spirit of God, united with Christ, indwelt men and sealed them with the Holy Ghost, became one with their spirit. That's Godhead, right? That's yes, seventh so. seal. And That's seven seal so, so. so, becoming one with God. Yes. Barbanham also mentioned that because Barbanham mentions a lot of things for the seventh seal. Seventh seal involves the revelation of all things. The seventh seal involves the seal of the Holy Ghost. You're, you, um, when you were sealed, that's the seventh seal. When you had this Berean spirit, that's the seventh seal. When we have the message of the R, the present truth, even Hukum ministry. Uh, in the family, in the church, or the individual, for the couples, 
That's the seventh seal. Seventh seal represents perfection. Seventh seal represents completion. Number seven represents that. You can you also have that in seven days of creation. Seven thousand years of human creation week. So even colossal time clock. So we have uh seventy so weeks of Daniel. Yes, seventh seal is the culmination of all things. Now, while we are not yet in the rapture, that there we there are certain aspects of the seventh seal that could have manifested in us even though we have not seen considered it as the seventh seal, like the seal of the Holy Ghost, like the present truth that you should have known. The present truth that you should have known, that should be your rapturing faith. Actually, it's like this. When the present truth is revealed in any age, the master key is the Berean spirit. Because unless you're Berean, you cannot walk in that present truth in your age, in your time, in your place. So, it's not the number of truth that you know. It's how God sees your heart, like the thief on the cross. Yes, your heart that hungers to walk in further light, that starts to hunger for His Spirit, that becomes one with Him, that changes your life. That's the seventh seal. And all that were died had this rapturing faith. Had in every age, the thunder of their, the star messenger of their age, whether they heard it directly from them or they heard it from the fivefold ministries ministry that were under the, the thunders, that were under the star messengers, whatever that led them to the truth that they should know, that sealed them, because of the heart that of their heart that. Um, they sacrifice for the word. So, in every age, everyone has manifested that until the rapture season. In the rapture season, there will be no more Bible studies. There will be no angels giving you some secret coded message. In the rapture season, you will see what is happening all around you, prophecy being fulfilled, and you should have known that because you were you're given a lifetime to, to know God's revelation in the last days. And when you see that taking place, you will be electrified to the point. You will have this great expectation and the angel will not disappoint you. The angel will just glor- uh, glorify your body. Okay? So we have uh, verses in the scripture, hearing his voice, not as a message, but the voice that commands that your body be changed from, mort- uh, from uh, mortal body to immortality. So that's uh, the rapturing season, rapture season. Uh, the, the message you, the, you can only hear on earth is the television uh, newscast on the two prophets. You, you might see them, but you're already glorified, just like the first coming of Christ when he's resurrected from the dead. So um, let me talk about the seven spirits, seven thunders. The, they are not limited only to the church ages, uh, 53 to 63. They are from 33 up to the rapture, up to even the tribulation period. These seven spirits, seven angels, will be very obvious in the in the tribulation period. Why? Because they are a mystery during the church ages. They are a mystery from 33 until 1963. Even after 1963, not everyone understood it very clearly. Brother Ben Hoard just make, made it more, much more clear, but that's not the end. Not everyone understood the same, understand it the same. But they're talking about the manifestation. Um, 
when Brother Branham saw the seven angels, but only one of the angels anointed him. In the fivefold ministry, that one angel anointed the, 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 the bride church. But that one angel that anointed the bride church, will, it's the prophet's revelation. But when the other angels were starting to anoint the fivefold, then the fivefold ministry after Brother Branham, after Brother Branham, the church itself will have a progressively deeper revelation beyond the prophet, beyond the seventh angel. Because what they will have is one to the seven angels. So, in Revelation chapter 10, verse 11, uh, you must pro prophesy again to many nations, tongues, and kings. Who are they? That's the bride. The bride church with the gift of the fivefold. The gift of the fivefold is not the traditional church wherein a few people will have the gift. But it's hard to, the whole church it, will have the gift. Okay, okay. It's hard to think that those who, who believe that brother, uh, there is only one messenger of the age, according to your uh, uh, presentation, it's hard to think that uh, the fivefold ministry is uh, more progressively, more progressive revelation than the prophet. But I can prove that in other ages. Let me give you some proof. Yes. Okay. Martin Luther, he's the star messenger of the age. Everyone knows him, yeah. everyone follows him. But, uh, but Zwingli had a deeper revelation on communion. That the bread is only a symbol of the body of Christ. Consubstantiation. But Martin Luther still clung to the Catholic interpretation that the literal bread became the literal body of Christ. Transubstantiation. Uh, transubstantiation. So imagine Martin Luther, the star messenger of the age, did not understand that. Uh, Even Calvin, Knox, they had other revelations about eternal security, predestination. Martin Luther did not emphasize much on that. That's why when you uh, when you encounter some evangelicals who comes from Brother Martin Luther's background, they don't. Uh, they're not like the Baptists, the Presbyterians, like Brother Louis is a Presbyterian background. They, they emphasize more on predestination, eternal security. The evangelists, the, the evangelicals, sorry, the evangelicals, they are more on a neutral ground. They only emphasize justification. Uh, that's Joseph Prince, that's uh, uh, Joel Austin, and many other churches that uh, just preach grace. Okay? Just emphasize only on grace. So, other churches have progressive revelation. During the time of the, the age, the church age of Luther, there are many other revelations that were beyond him. Even after he died, and during the time of Wesley, Wesley does not know everything, but there are many other churches that came after Wesley. Okay? So the same with the prophet's uh, age. Uh, of course, the, I consider all of them prophets. In the last prophet of the last uh, age for the Gentiles, major prophet, he does did not go into detail many things. Brother Jackson, Brother Gunn, Brother Frank, Brother Ben Howard got into more details than what he uh, preached. Yeah. Brother Branham said, I laid a foundation. 
when you lay the foundation, the, the whole building is not yet finished. Yes, so that yes. others may continue. How will they continue? Will just be the parrots repeating what he said? Or, what, or no, no. just uh, repeating his understanding? What foundation that has been laid by the prophet? It is a stepping stone for other revelations. Uh-huh. See? So that, the, 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 when the se- seventh earthly messenger died, the seventh angel in heaven is still alive and yes. continues to reveal. Now, uh, I'm saying something new right now, that the seventh angel could repeat what the prophet taught, and that's the, those people, here, the fivefold here on earth will be repeating what he taught, and the seventh angel could give additional revelation. But other angels will start giving additional revelations. Now, during the time of the two prophet ministry, these seven angels will go into action simultaneously. In the church ages, these seven angels are spread out. Each one gave anointing to each star messenger. But during the two prophet ministry, these seven angels will move in cohesion to each other all at the same time, simultaneously, because time is very short. That's just seven years. Okay? So, they were double time to, to move. So, the, so do we have three and a half years for the two prophets to give their... They have three and a half years for the two prophets to give their revelation and judgment. Imagine, the two prophets will say a judgment on earth, and it will happen. So how does it, does it happen? The seven angels will blow their trumpets, one after the other. When they blew the trumpets, that's the time the two prophets say a judgment, and it immediately happens. You don't wait for some time in the future that it will happen. So the message of the two prophets are a certain sound of a trumpet. You know the word uncertain sound, a certain sound. If you just say uncertain sound, people don't understand the trumpet. Yes, it was not being cleared. Yes, like many of our parents in the church don't understand hukum revelation, we need other elders to follow it up to make it certain for them. It's an uncertain sound. Now, for the true bride, the message of the gospel is a certain sound. The warnings, the prophecies is a certain sound. But, um... For the rest of the world, it's an uncertain sound. But when you go to the tribulation period, the whole world, I'm talking about the unbelieving world, the message of the two prophets will be the judgments, to be, to be specific. The, the judgments on earth that, were the, that are the messages of the two prophets will be a certain sound. I'm talking on the carnal side. The uncertain sound in the seven church ages will become will a be certain, certain sound. sound. Certain sound in the tribulation period the to the unbelievers prophet. on the on the aspect of judgment on earth. So they will take the two prophets seriously. Right now you can harp. So they are they are also they are also identified as seventh angel, not in the form of uh, seventh spirit. They are angel in the tribulation period. They are still the seven spirits. They are all. They are also the seven angels that blew the trumpet. And they will also be the seven angels that pours the vials. So, sorry, the better term is bowls of judgment. 
vials is just a laboratory term. So, they will pour out the seven bowls of judgment. So, the same angels. You know, I had a uh, heated discussion with uh, Brother Elevera before that uh, I said there are one set of s seven angels. This is what Brother Gunn and Brother Ben Howard got it right. There are only one set of seven angels. Brother Elevera told me that uh, there are many seven angels. <laughs> there are different seven angels for the church ages, different seven angels for the tribulation period, for the trumpets, for the vials, the bowels. So, um, from my previous colleagues, also Brother Dolong, we we have had this discussion. They believe there are many sets of seven angels, but uh, that with the help of Brother Ben Howard and I finally read it from Brother Gunn. Uh, I I wonder if Brother Branham made specific on that. That there are only one set of seven angels. In this one set of seven angels are the mystery of the seven thunders. That he they carry the mystery of the ages, church ages. They carry the mystery of the seven seals. They blew the trumpets. They poured out the bowls of judgments. They only from one set of seven angels. Okay. And church ages is parallel to the tribulation. So when these uh, seven angels uh, gave the message to the two prophets, they also were the ones that uh, put the curse into effect on the earth. And let me emphasize, the whole world, the unbelieving world, sees the message of the two prophets as certain sound of the trumpet on the aspect only of on the aspect only of judgment but with regards to salvation because their message also carries salvation uh, the, the three angels messages Revelation 14 that's also the message of the two prophets that will be carried over by the 144,000 144,000 in the latter half of the last week of Daniel um, these uh, messages are certain sound to those left behind, the church that will be left behind. The church that will be left behind, those who were foolish <laughs> during the time of the, before the rapture, that, be, that, that will become wise in the tribulation, that, that message will be a certain sound to them, but will be an uncertain sound to the unbelieving world. Because the unbelieving world, even though they've seen the judgments of God, they will not interpret it as of God. You know the scripture in Revelation 11? They, gave, they did not give glory to God. Or they gave glory to God. When you read the part that, that gave, they gave glory to God, they recognized, some of them recognize it's, it's an act of God, but they don't know what to do. Because they, that's after they killed the two prophets. Okay? Yes, now, those are the unbelieving uh, world. But, but you will read that they gave glory to God. When you say, read the word they gave glory to God. doesn't mean they're believers. Okay? They just acknowledge what they did. They killed the son, like they, like the Roman soldiers killed the, killed the son of God, the son of man, Jesus Christ. Suddenly the, the suddenly the sky went dark. <laughs> and, okay, so oh, maybe what he was really the son of God. <laughs> so the same thing after they killed the two prophets, the whole world will feel that that uh, is in the midst of the week. Now another thing, there's another verse you will find that they did not give glory to God after even though they suffered. Uh, they suffered uh, tribulation. When they suffered tribulation, that's in Revelation 9, I think. Uh, the people were tormented, but instead of glorifying God, or they they cursed God. <laughs> that's another verse. Those are the unbelievers. 
Now, let me go back to the two prophets. The mark of the beast. The mark of the beast is how they, you would see the two prophets. The whole unbelieving world will see the two prophets as terrorists. At most, they're alien <laughs> invaders. They're an advanced party of the alien invaders because of the unbelieving world. They do not see it as the narrative of the Bible. They do not see it as the narrative of Jesus Christ. They do not believe them, actually. They see, because there are many fanatics in our time who use the Bible, even the Quran, to say, this is the judgment of God. But they're actually caught, uh, making terrorist uh, uh, attacks on the world. Like, you know, ISIS, they want to change the world. They want to take over the world. There was a time Iran did that. There was a sect in Japan who also wanted that, the end of the world. They, they released sarin gas in the subway to cause uh, World War III. <laughs> Japan uh, attacking states and states retaliating. There are many fanatics in the world that wish to cause that. Okay? So the, the world is conditioned with these terrorists. By the time the two prophets come in the scene, they will be looked upon as terrorists. So that's the mark of the beast during that time. It's a deception. It's not a microchip. It is how it's a spiritual seal, okay? Because of your ignorance. So, when uh, for the though the church that will be left behind, the foolish virgins that would have repented from their foolishness, that would have been awakened from their slumber, <laughs> that realized they have been left behind, they will see the redemption of the Lord, salvation of the Lord, by giving their lives, by testifying for them. Those who will not, do not want to testify to them will not die, but they're considered, uh, they're cowards, fearful of the gospel. But those who are willing to lay down, lay down their lives for the gospel, the same spirit, the same seventh seal, the same Berean spirit, although they just suffered more in the tribulation period, um, they also will be sealed because of the message. And they will be uh, apprehended by the authorities as um, supporters of the terrorists and they will be killed for their faith and they, that's how they will be washed in the blood of the Lamb. Revelation chapter 7. They, they, who are they? These are they that came out of the great tribulation and whose blood was, whose, whose, rain, whose, whose cloth, whose raiment was washed in the blood of the Lamb. Now, now this chapter 7 could have parallel applications in the church ages and in the tribulation. So, um, the seven spirits, eventually the last, of, the last trumpet will say, the kingdom of this world is the kingdom of our Lord and Christ. And, that is the last ministry of the seven angels. Yes. And, or uh, it is until the eternal age. No, during the millennium, the seven, mini, the seven seals, seven thunders, the seven angels' ministry is over because Christ is here on earth. So it is only until the, the the kingdom of this world become the kingdom of Lord Jesus Christ. Then the ministry of the seven angels is not. Uh, uh, it has been. Uh, uh, it has been finished. Yes, and I'd like you to read Revelation ten seven. Brother Ben Howard did not teach this. Only Brother Frank. Uh, That's why you need to be better to get this. The voice. Uh, in the days of the voice. But in the days of the voice of the seventh angel, when he shall begin to sound, the mystery of God should be finished, as he hath declared to his servant the prophets. When will that be? When will that be? Is it the rapture uh, season? Is it 1963? When will the mysteries be finished? 
When will the the mystery of God be finished? So in Revelation eleven fifteen, when the seventh uh, angel sounded, angel sounded. That is the finish of Revelation. Amen. That's the part that others missed. Only Brother Frank saw that. Uh, you see. Unless you're Berean, you could not get this, the individual truths that spread out in among the fivefold. Uh, See? A very few people on the earth understands that. Revelation 10.7. Even Malachi 4. Some people are starting to understand Malachi 4. That uh, it applies to the two prophets. Uh, Amos started to uh, understand. But uh, um, Amos equalizes the Gentile and Israel uh, Jewish application. But how I explained it, um, I, I no longer see it as equal. I already see it as Malachi four five six, being the main, uh, the two prophets as the main application of Malachi four five four four to six. The main. So Brother Branham is not the main. Brother Branham is just a parallel, a preview. Just the same with Revelation ten seven. Can you use Brother Branham there? As the seventh angel, yes, uh, prefiguratively, not not actual, not ultimate application, because you know when he sounds, it's the end of the voice. The sound and the voice does not go at the same time, but the general, general end time uh, belief, uh, be, uh, besides Brother Frank believes that the sound of the se- in Revelation 10.7 began alongside the voice. So, so when, the vo- when, bef- when, the so- when the voice started, the sound also started. It's the same for them. So I've already shared that in Kiapo, and they really insisted. No, the sound is at the, uh, no, the beginning of the voice. <laughs> Well, I say the sound is at the end of the voice because the sound is different from the voice. The seventh, I'm t- referring to the seventh angel sound. You know, the, fir- the first trumpet angel to the sixth trumpet angel, they can hear the voice, th- they can hear the sound, then they can hear the voice. But the seventh is different. You hear the voice first before you hear the sound. You understand the difference? The difference is, the first trumpet, second trumpet, third trumpet, when they hear the sound, the voice goes along with it. Because the sound is the judgment. Like the mountain will be thrown to the sea, the stars will fall for him, and those are the sound, trump, trumpet sound of judgments. And the message goes along with it. So you can apply the end time explanation that the sound and voice goes hand in hand for Trumpets 1 to 6. Angels 1 to 6. But the seventh angel, it, do, it does not go hand in hand. The voice is already ringing out. It's already being preached. Then, at the end of the voice, the sound will happen. Because the voice of the seventh angel is the announcement that the, that the kingdom of this world will be changing governments. So, it, it's not yet happening yet. Even today, the present government we have, it's not yet the government of Jesus Christ. Uh, in contrast to what Kebula is claiming. <laughs> so, 
the governments today is not yet the kingdom of Jesus Christ. But we can already announce he, it is coming. You see that? The the kingdom is coming because tribulation is coming and the whole world is getting to a close. So the announcement is the voice. The voice is already ringing out. It's an uncertain sound to those unbelievers. But when literally Jesus Christ comes back on earth, there the the sound the Revelation eleven fifteen, the sound is being trumpeted. The trumpet, seven trumpet, is being sounded, past tense, or present tense. In Revelation 10.7, it's not yet sounded. It is still about to sound. When he shall begin to sound, he is still about to sound yet. So in 11.15, he has already sounded. He's already sounding. So, the voice is uh, is earlier than the sound. The sound is at the end of the voice. Well, the other rest of the trumpets, in, that's in tribulation, the first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, that the sound and the voice goes hand in hand. When the tr- two prophets um, uh, announces it, it happens on earth. Now, let's talk about the bride. Because uh, in the end time, they emphasize the Gentile church. It only applies to Revelation 10.7, only applies to the Gentile bride. Let's apply it to the Gentile bride. We live in a time where we know this in advance. So it, you could say it's for us in a sense we know it in advance because it becomes a certain sound for us. The, the sound becomes spiritual because there's also judgment in the church. Even, be, even before we, we will not, if we are going to be raptured, while we are having our church, we are also experiencing tribulation in our church lukewarmness and struggles and and persecutions different a higher form of persecution is uh being discredited among men so nicolaitan persecution so we experience revelation 10:7 as they explained it like father branham like right now we have this mysteries being revealed like that we have struggles and revelation 10:11 you must uh, prophesy again this, that will be happening on the tribulation period, but we are experiencing it in advance right now. We are experiencing it in, in advance right now so that we are part of it, so we become part of it, even though we will not be here on earth when those th- terrible things will happen on earth and this whole earth will hear the announcement of Christ and they, they will be fearful to hide themselves in the caves, in the rocks, to hide themselves from the wrath of the Lamb. So... um the 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 seven spirit the seven angels are in play uh, simultaneously in the tribulation because the time is the time is compressed in the church ages they are spread out that's why people could still ignore the judgments okay so any more questions so can I read the the explanation yes yes please so in uh, Revelation ten seven but in the days of the voice of the seventh angel when he shall begin to sound the mystery of God should be finished, as he had declared to or by his servant the prophets. So, this is the third part of the pink chapter. But in the days of the voice, days of the voice of, what does that tell us? In effect, it is saying, when the voice of the seventh angel was here, we could say 
in the days of the uh, when the seventh angel sounded in his voice from Jeffersonville, Indiana, USA, he took the Bible and by the help of the Holy Spirit and those seven spiritual angels revealed the mystery of the seals. He took the Bible and showed us what the seven church age were. What is this? What is the mystery of God? The seventh angel cleared up the mystery that was spoken up by the servant, the prophets, which include the mysteries contained in the seven church ages. The voice of the seventh spiritual angel sounded through Brother Branham. The seventh early, or earthly star angel and showed him what the seals were. They were revealed and were related to the seven church ages. Paul also had a mystery to reveal to the church in his day. That mystery had to do with the Gentile being accepted into the Jewish church in Ephesians chapter 3 verse 1 to 9. And is a different mystery than that of Revelation chapter 10 verse 7. The Gentile being included in the family of God along with the Jew was their mystery that Paul revealed. But in mystery in Revelation chapter 10 verse 7 was the root the church came through for saving church age and that is our mystery. So it is different from Paul and, and it is different in Revelation chapter 37. It is a mystery through the prophet of the age. The Old Testament prophet that had spoken in the time of the Old Testament indicate it's several different places in the Old Testament that God would show mercy on the Gentile. God knew that the Jew would reject him and natural branch would be cut off and the Gentile break be grafted in and become fellow here and partakers of the gospel. They spoke in a mystery, but Paul cleared up this mystery just as the seventh angel cleared up the mystery of the church ages. The sounding of Brother William Branham's voice has made known those seven church age mysteries as the seals will reveal the prophet voice has shown the road which the church has taken from Pentecost up until now. This mystery spoken in verse 7 has already been made known to the bride of Christ and is the same mystery that John wrote about in first chapter of Revelation. Where 20, or verse 20, here John is told about the mystery, a single mystery that had to do with the seven stars, the seven golden candlesticks, and the seven churches churches that he saw. This is the mystery that was cleared up by the seven church age messenger. Although God used him to reveal many other mysteries, without a doubt, a single mystery that is spoken of in verse 7 of this chapter was what John saw as a single mystery and had been made known to us by God's prophet messenger to this Laodicean age. Now, that is very clear to us, according to him. So the the seven, the Revelation ten seven is only in the uh, seven church ages, according to. So, brother Ben, how what's understanding of Revelation ten seven? It is, was not extended until the Revelation yes, eleven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 
his understanding is conventional to other end-time teaching. So, besides Brother Frank, he is that explanation goes hand in hand with Brother Jackson, Brother Gunn, the level 2, level 3. Except for level 4. Of course, level 4 screws up everything. Uh, but, uh, um, le- le- um, the Brother Ben Howard's explanation of Revelation 10.7 emphasizes on the prophet. Emphasizes on the Gentile church. Now, uh, uh, that could, uh, as I said before, we could apply it, but we could not claim it Exclusively, exclusively as the ultimate application. Yes, we are just made partakers. We are just a grafted tree. We are the wild, uh, wild olive branch that was just wild, wild olive branch that was just grafted in the olive tree. But one day, God said He will. Uh, Paul said, God will remove the wild branch and graft in the natural branch. Branch. Mm. They only clear to me that the seven the seven spirit before the throne and the seventh angel are the say are are the same uh seven thunders. They are seven thunders in Revelation chapter ten verse four. Yes. This is a, a a confirmation that is a confirmation what was been uh previously uh, asking you about the seven thunders, and uh, I said, uh, who are the who are those seven thunders? So those are the seven spirits or the seventh angel before the throne. Seven thunders could apply many things. Seven about okay. seven, okay? Seven thunders could apply. Seven church ages, seven seals, seven trumpets, seven vials. The seven thunders could apply the seven spirits, the seven angels, and seven star messengers. Anything okay. seven. I've given this message before. Thunder is something that you don't understand. You just hear the roaring sound. But before a thunder comes, what comes first? Before a thunder roars, what comes first? The sound. No, no, no. I'm talking about literal thunder. What comes first before a literal thunder roars? The voice. No, no, no. We're not yet speaking spiritually here. We're we're talking of literal thunder. When you hear a thunderclap, boom, like that. Lightning or lightning oh. came first. Lightning. So do you remember? Long time ago, I in my Bible studies at Sunday night, I said, maybe in Tagalog <laughs> statements, that um, Tagalog language, when lightning comes, temporarily there will be light. Now, if it's raining and you have to pass through many potholes and there is no light, there's brownout, temporarily while there is light, you should take advantage of that light to see where the potholes are. So when the light already disappears, because it comes for a short time, you should have memorized where the potholes are. So when you pass through that uh, the way, you will ne- you will not fall off into that ditch <laughs> because you took advantage of the temporary light of the lightning. I see. So, after the lightning comes, there uh, what follows is the thunderclap or the roar of the thunder. 
So the thunder is something that others could not understand, but you could see. It's similar to the term uncertain sound and certain sound. During the time of Christ's uh, ministry on earth, he, he mentioned the sons of thunder. And others said, uh, John maybe said or Luke said, that uh, some heard a voice. Some heard thunders. Even the book of Acts. When Paul was blinded, some heard a voice, some heard a thunder. So there's a voice in the thunder. That voice in the thunder is the message in the thunder. So when you understand the seven thunders, there are, seven, there are things, many things being manifested that you don't understand. Yet, let's say... The church ages have been going on before other Brother Branham could preach on them or Larkins could begin on them. The seven seals are already manifesting before you understand them. So the thunders are manifesting, but there's a voice behind it. There's a message behind it. So that's how you understand the thunders. When you see seven thunders, you can understand there are seven voices there. There are seven manifestations, and not just voices, but judgments, uh, manifestations, uh, prophecies being consummated, being taking place, being fulfilled. So, anything about the number seven. So, you can see this number seven pictured in, even in previous uh, narratives in the Bible, like seven uh, water pots, uh, water being turned to wine. So, seven days of creation. Uh, Oh, sorry, there are no seven water pots. There are six. <laughs> the six water pots uh, will miraculously be, be turned into water pots, uh, uh, pots of wine. And since there are six, where is the seven? The seventh is the transformation. See? So there are many typologies for that. Even in the feasts, there are seven feasts. Uh not discounting the additional feasts of uh, Purim and uh, the feast of um, Hanukkah. That's an additional feast. But within that Purim and Hanukkah, there are seven major. But within that seven major, there are minor feasts, like gleanings. So uh, these are the types. Okay, the 7,000 years. Okay. So, um, I hope it gives you a clear idea why there are seven. Why it's called seven thunders. And Brother Ben Howard's understanding, he enlightened further on the seven thunders, seven spirits, but not on other subjects like Revelation 10.7, not on Malachi 4.5.6. Even in, in the church ages, he, he became similar to the other, the, to the level three preachers that Laodicea ended. In 1963. So, no one has holds a, a monopoly of the truth. But who will hold the monopoly of the truth? Those who have a humble heart to hear them all and bring it back to the scriptures. And there's no judgment if someone died out not knowing everything. You get the picture? We do not condemn others if they don't understand what we understood. We, because we know God revealed to us, God sees their heart, if they desire the truth, even though they have not understood it yet, with the right attitude, with the right manifestation of the Spirit, that they will not, they will not be condemnatory. They will not be hostile. They will not be bigoted. 
they will have this love for the brethren. I can see this love of the brethren manifesting in the anti-message discriminatively. I mean to say, they can show to others who are strangers of different understanding that they have not marked. But they can show, show extreme hatred for a person that they have marked. Example, Brother Yap. If, if he sees level 4, whose teaching is much farther than me, he welcomes them as though they're brothers. <laughs> of course, they came from level 3. But when he sees me, he can only see someone who's against the prophet, who's against the message. So not even hearing me out, not even understanding me out. So that is not a perfection. That's not perfection. You can show partial uh, uh, Berean spirit to other partial brethren. If a full Berean repentance is, means you don't have any discrimination with others. Yes, yes. There's no discrimination anymore. How you can see, how can you show tolerance to others? The same you can show tolerance to anyone. If that person, you don't mark anyone to be avoided, to be maligned, to be made up with stories with. So um, this uh, this is perfect. And very few in the world today. It's getting fewer and fewer. Those who had that genuine spirit of sincerity and truth. Brother Gunn calls it, if you will be sincere, when, what the Berean repentance uh, from ignorance, the Berean spirit I'm talking about, Brother Gunn uses another word, a simple word, if you will be sincere. He quoted from Brother Branham, just pure sincerity. So there are many who wants to be sincere, but uh, they're not actually manifesting it. So I use the word Berean if you, to expose if you're really sincere, because are you judgmental or not? Do you do you do you mark someone else to be um, to be unjustly uh, do you unjustly mark someone to be exclusively wrong? <laughs> so you can see sometimes in Facebook uh, how others talk to me. That those who knew those who before never hated me, but later became I became hated uh, uh, just by seeing me. They they will never admit I, I ever said anything right. As though everything I said was wrong. <laughs> you get the picture? That's biased, okay? That's biased. As though everything that comes from you should be avoided. But other end time, oh, you're free to... Uh, you, don't, you don't avoid them. So that's... Um, that's you can see the spirit of Cain there. And uh, the, spirit, the seven spirits spread out in the church ages have this... Rapturing faith spread out to believers. This rapturing faith will have the humility of Christ. If Philippians chapter 2, 1 to 4, esteem others better than yourselves. Verse 5, let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. What Christ was thinking, you should be, should be also thinking. Was Christ God the Son, God the, God the Father, that just pretended to be a man? And then you should be think the same way also. Or is Christ only the Son of Man, Son of God, that were empowered by God, but by Himself He could do nothing? That, is that the right thing we should think of? So normal people say, that's the right thing we should think of. Then that's the correct understanding of Philippians 2.6. And that's humility, verse 7. For service until death, obedience until death. Make yourself of no reputation. So that is part of being Berean spirit, part of being sincere. How you deal with other brethren. That's also the seventh seal. It's so simple. It's not some new revelation. It's so simple that our others have overlooked. 
because of their false yeah. false zeal that's uh being ex- um extremized by the devil um by the Nicolaitan spirit so i hope uh, that's also a difference between the mark of the beast and the mark from god the seal of god so okay, okay. so any more questions uh, from forward uh, uh. Uh, thank you, Brother Francis. Okay, uh, I wish to talk about other things. Let me just close the recorder.